What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Deco Podcast. We're back. Happy New Year. It's 2022. I hate this year already. <laughs> it's only been two weeks, bro. I hate the year already. This year's a wash. <laughs> this whole decade's going to be a wash. Let's be honest. Uh, I, I guess so. Yeah. It is what it is. Why in a warehouse? Oh, it's a very specific warehouse. It's a very specific warehouse. This is a warehouse that was found. On the mainland in mainland China, that is using three thousand eight hundred PS4 slims for crypto mining. <laughs> Can you guess what we're talking about today? Uh, so, if you haven't guessed today, <laughs> we're finally gonna broach the the, tr- the subject of <laughs> cryptocurrency and NFTs, specifically to gaming, because I don't want to go into the whole thing of like <laughs> cryptocurrency and stuff like that, but. We are going to touch that subject today because <laughs> I know I have thoughts. I'm sure Gino oh, has oh, thoughts. Oh, I have so many thoughts. Uh, but before we get into that, let's, let's, uh, go, we haven't been on the air for a good three weeks. We were out for Christmas. We were out for the New Year. We were out for MAGFest. I didn't go. Sadly, I didn't go. <laughs> Damn it. We backed out. I ended up backing out. So I did virtual MAGFest, actually. Okay. Um, VR chat. God bless VR chat. Someone made an exact replica of the Gaylord in VR chat. So Mag found out about this. It was like, well, we can set up cameras in each of the rooms that we have concerts and stuff in. And you can go while concerts is going and like wander the halls of the Gaylord Hotel and go into a room. And the concert that's there is actually being live streamed to that individual room. That's cool. So, yeah. That was really, really cool. We, we showed that off in uh, an episode of on Twitch before. <laughs> uh, I remember there was like a there's a clip on our TikTok of yeah. where like this guy's in a mattress running by. It's the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah, um, I love VR chat. <laughs> I love VR, VR chat. VR chat is one of the greatest things that we've invented right next to Second Life. And those are two very important things for later. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that I love about VR chat specifically is some of the the skit community that has come oh, out of that. So good. So one of the ones that I love is uh, a you. Uh, I, I, I guess he's a VR tuber or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but um, his name is Molly. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah, and they do the uh, the green figures with the brushes yes. on the side. Yes. And they've gone from that into like so many other things. Like they've done Among Us and a whole bunch of other stuff. It we, is um, the most hilarious stuff I have ever watched. If you want to go down a rabbit hole, VR chat on Nico Nico Doga for Japan is a whole. Um, you know the image, the the video of the guy where they keep putting um for the idol music and he's doing all like the dances and everything. Yes. Yeah. That guy, because he lives in Japan and he does train idols, has himself in VR chat teaching people how to dance. <laughs> and you just see all these people trying to do idol dances. It's great. Oh, that's 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 terrible. <laughs> I love it. I love I love VR chat. It's one of, it's the greatest gift that we've ever gotten. Cool. So how are your holidays, man? Pretty good, actually. Uh, I spent a lot of time playing video games. Yes. Yeah. I was locked in a room for a week, two, yeah, two weeks. Right. <laughs> I failed Optimus Prime. <laughs> so I, got, I, mean, it, it, I played through Kina. I played through Halo. Uh-huh. I played through Doom again, 2016 and uh, Eternal. Okay. 
Um, I caught up on a bunch of just my backlog. That's all I did. For sure. I mean, obviously, like, I still played games. We still kept some of our streaming content as much as possible. I think if anyone made out like a bandit this holiday season, it was my son. Uh, so he, he specifically asked Santa for a Nintendo GameCube and Mario Kart Double Dash. And that's all he asked Santa for. So Papa Doom decided to say, hey, I'm going to give this kid a PS5. And uh, I, got, I managed to get a PlayStation 5 and Ratchet and Clank. So I blessed him with that. Um, he's currently still probably only playing Double Dash. I don't even think he's opened up the PS5 yet. So. <laughs> I mean, listen, that just reminds me of that kid who is gifted Melee. Like I, I, a sealed copy of Melee. Like the dude resealed it and everything. Uh-huh. And a GameCube to his son. So he could re- like learn like Smash Brothers. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? That's nice. I like that. I like that. Giving old consoles new life. Yeah. Um, you know anyone who wants a Philips CDI? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moobot also just reminded me over the uh, the break, we did drop our game of the year video. Um, it's been out for a couple of weeks now. If you haven't watched it yet, spoiler alert, uh, we gave our game of the year to Psychonauts 2. Uh, rightfully deserved. Yeah. Even if it may not be my, I mean, I, I had a choice. I was like, which one do I go with? And uh, we, we when put to a vote, uh, Psychonauts 2 uh, pretty much unanimously yeah. won the vote from all of us here at the D crew. Um, yeah, so I, there hasn't been much like new stuff that I've been playing. However, we are in 2022. We Wait, are. Wait, on February 22nd. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and we've mentioned it before. We know that February is pretty stacked, but there's actually a lot of other games coming out uh, in this year. And I kind of put a list together of some of the games, like these games that kind of go together. And yeah. They're coming out uh, in the year 2022. Um, specifically, this year is Kirby's 30th anniversary. Yeah. And we're- so we have... Uh, Kirby Automata dropping in March. Um, March 25th, which is, I'm like, oh, that's much sooner than I expected. I high key expected them this when they were like, oh, okay, they're going to show it's like, and like, and then it's like available. I'm like, please don't say February. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, please don't do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Kirby, uh, what is it? Kirby in the Forgotten City or something uh, like that? Kirby in the Forgotten World. Yeah. They gave so, Kirby a gun. Yeah, Kirby has a gun now. Like an actual gun. Like it's, it's that's kind of weird. No, it's it's perfect for Kirby because like if you have largely ignored the Kirby games, let me put you onto them. Kirby games start off with like a cute innocent story. It's like oh, King Dedede stole the the, the, stole the world's food. food. No, yeah. And then when you play the game and you get to the end, it's like now kill you must God. fight God. <laughs> Don't kill God. <laughs> And I wish I was joking, but no, I, I'm pretty sure that's one of the plots. He killed God three times. He's killed <laughs> a God three times. Kirby has fought eldritch horrors. So there was a thing that grants wishes, the, the giant yeah, which he kills. Then another one shows up in the DS game with the robot mech. Right. And he destroys that one. So that's two gods, two omnipotent gods that you kill. And then the recent one with the friends... You fight. The RPG, the free RPG they dropped, not, right? Not, not, not the free no. RPG, the one that was the original, like the first Kirby game on the Switch. Okay. 
the side scroller where you can play with like Meta Knight and they all follow you and everything. Uh huh. You and your friends kill Satan. <laughs> I just, <laughs> like. Uh, next on Kirby, Kirby versus Cthulhu. <laughs> I'm just like, are, are we gonna go fight now the Holy Spirit next? Like, what was that? Pretty sure he's gonna fight like Buddha or Santa next. So, you know. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I'm actually looking forward. The like, <laughs> you shall not pass. And did you see this little painting go up? <laughs> <laughs> Kirby, why are you not? Because <laughs> it's it's a destroyed it's a destroyed planet. The planet may have got ingredient dug too deep. Who knows? Oh man! Like I want Kirby just to show up in certain scenes. Like imagine the end of Avengers. <laughs> Kirby, the portals there. open up, and then Kirby just walks through. <laughs> <laughs> He just looks like Captain America. <laughs> like, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos tries to snap him away. It's it doesn't like, no. work. <laughs> Whereas, like, why aren't you working? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Spider Man No Way Home. Find Peter Parker, Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Star Warrior who's not fully developed. Right. <laughs> That's the crazy part. <laughs> Infinite potential. <laughs> Kirby is omnipotent and I refuse to accept anything otherwise. Uh, but yeah, Kirby's in one of the big Nintendo drops this year. Uh, also Splatoon 3. And I, I think Bayonetta 3 is finally coming yeah, out Bayonetta this year. Bayonetta 3. Platoon 3, Kirby, Breath of the Wild 2? Possibly. So here's how I'm here's how I'm calling it. The E3 showcase uh-huh. will be Splatoon 3 and Breath of the Wild 2. Splatoon 3 will come out in the in the middle of summer, because that's, uh-huh. that's the start of the professional season. Right. No, actually, Splatoon 3 will be at PAX East, come out in like June or July. Mm-hmm. The Christmas game will be Breath of the Wild 2 to push switches. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Breath of the Wild is a holiday title. And Bayonetta 3 will drop in that middle summer drought like how... Bayonetta 3 is going to be announced like randomly. It's going to be out uh, tomorrow. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) I love how Nintendo's like, yeah, here's a bunch of games. Hey, these are coming out today. Right as soon as the stream ends. Like, why? Why? (laughs) My wallet's already broke from February. Um, I would laugh if they just dropped it in the middle of February, too. Right, like, Here just, you go. Just because. Um, <laughs> so let's look down. Uh, I, I put a list together. So yeah. we have two DC uh, games dropping this year. Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Of the two, I'm more excited for Suicide Squad just because it looks like the better game. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the, ju- the Justice League has been possessed by uh, Brainiac. So the Suicide Squad gets called in to beat them up cool. and kill them, I guess. But, you know, we know they're not, not going to die. You know, they're going to free them from the mind control. It's and Batman. <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights, I, I want to see more on it. 
but the see, fa- I'm confusing Gotham Knights with an old game that came out on the 360, which was like the costume. Yeah, that was uh, th- that was a completely different game. Yeah, but it has um, something Knights in it or Gotham something in it. Yeah, I, I, I think what is hurting Gotham Knights is the fact that it's not tied to the Arkham series, even though it's in the engine and everything. It's in the same engine one. Two, it deals with the death of Batman, which is how the Arkham series ended. But it's not a sequel. And I'm like, that makes no sense. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we already mentioned the Breath of the Wild sequel. Um, we have a lot of... Warner Brothers seems to be coming out with a lot of games this year. You have those DC yeah. games. You have uh, the Hogwarts Legacy game. That uh, I mean, the Harry Potter fans out there want it. <laughs> yes and no. A lot of the fandom is kind of like a lot of the older fandom is now starting to drop her because, you know, yeah. she's a terrible person. Uh, you have the Lord of the Rings Gollum game. That I'm looking forward to. It looks interesting. Uh, I, I hope it's a good game. It's I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I care about it because I just get to sit here and just make Schmeagol jokes for the entire gameplay. I mean, it looks like it's it's stealth based, but like I don't want I don't want Metal Gear Gollum. Like I want my- uh, no. It looks like a stealth based tower defense game. Maybe I I hope it's something good. So there's that. Um, <laughs> Metal Gear Gollum. <laughs> uh, Starfields this year, right? Supposedly. 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 Um, Elden Ring, we've spoken to Death on about that. Uh, Saints Row. The Saints Row. Uh, oh, yeah. I completely forgot reboot that. Reboot yeah. remake is this year. I, I'm sure that's going to be a pretty big hype title. Will they, will they write themselves out of the corner? I don't know. I just, I, I'm, the trailers look cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's Saints Row. It, it's still very much Saints Row, just under a new light. Speaking of light, Dying Light 2 is dropping like soon. That game's been dropping soon for like ever. Yeah. Uh, we got Rainbow Six Extraction like next week. Oh, yeah. I'm. He, here's uh, my thing about it. I recently watched, I went down a really bad YouTube rabbit hole <laughs> recently where they were comparing Back for Blood with Left for Dead. And I didn't know this, but I think it's Turtle Rock Studios or Turtle, no, yeah, yeah, Turtle Rock enough. Studios. Even though, yes, the studio created Left 4 Dead, when you look at the credits, only two people on the Back 4 Blood team were a part of the Left 4 Dead team. Left 4 Dead really is a Valve-funded and developed game. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they paid a motion capture guy to die a thousand different ways for all the zombie deaths. (laughs) And then tied it to how the, the body would ragdoll so you would get more infinite things. But um, the only reason why I'm looking forward to Extraction is because, okay, Back for Blood didn't do it. Will Extraction be able to scratch the same itch? So, like, I feel like if it was uh, some other game, I think it would be better, like, it having the Tom Clancy Rainbow the Six reason, name attached to it. I'm just why. like, these games have always been based in realism. Yes. And this whole, like, alien parasite thing is throwing me off. Yes. Yes and no. Um, it does deal with contingencies that the military does actually come up with and things mm-hmm. like that. If you... Yeah, I went down a lot of YouTube rabbit holes when I'm locked No, in they're very room. much steeped yeah. in actual, like, hey, if something like XYZ this... XYZ was... happens, we do one, what... two, three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing is, if you look at how the game has, how, how specifically Rainbow Six right. has evolved, there are people who just want to play, they want to continue the stories of the individual operators. 
Right. These are still using the same operators mm -hmm. from Rainbow Six Siege. So everyone's kind of like, yeah, lore. That, that's what it's I guess. turned I don't into. Know. I'm, I'm like, just tired of Rainbow Six games. <clears throat> Give me a Splinter Cell game. Yeah, so the, uh, Ubisoft did announce that they're doing a Splinter Cell remake. Yes. So I guess that's cool. Which I have questions on. I, which we'll get into later. I have questions on a lot of what Ubisoft does. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Um, so that was Dying Light, Rainbow Six. Uh, we have Sonic Frontiers also that I'm looking dropping forward to. this year. I'm, I'm looking I'm forward. I'm actually looking forward to a Sonic game. I'm, I'm just hoping it's good. We just want a good Sonic look, game. Look, look. I know people have <laughs> their issues with the, uh, what's it called? The, the one with the self-insert OC. Um, I'm talking about Sonic 2004 or whatever. No, 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 the recent one they dropped on the Switch and everything. Oh, the gener you're talking about uh, generations. The colors, re not the colors remake, the one before that. Mania. It was tied. It was tied to Sonic Mania because of a little sound thing, and then you had the fight where Sonic dies, where everyone thinks Sonic is dead, and then you have you have to create your own cat. Sonic Forces, yes. Thank you. Okay. Forces, yes. I actually liked Forces. Forces I, was I, fun. Yeah. I think the story, like, the story reminded me of the old Archie comics. Okay. That's why I liked it so much. Mm -hmm. So if they're going to keep writing that way, cool. Mm -hmm. Give me some of those, like, some of those stories were so good. <laughs> oh, they were. Yeah. Um, I just hope Sonic Force Frontiers is good. Like, yeah. especially now that it's on a... I want a remake of 06. <laughs> I actually, like, ironically, I want a remake of 06. <laughs> Because I really think if that game had more time in the oven, it would be a decent Sonic game. Maybe. And not the bug fest that it was. Yeah. That really um, I haven't been excited for a Lego game in a long time. I'm actually looking forward to the uh, the Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga that's going to have like the whole I want to see how they, I want to see how they parody everything. You know so that's, the, that's some of the stuff that's great about the those Lego games. Because it's like, yeah, we're a Lego game. We don't care what the lore is. <laughs> that's not lore. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. are, are we ever getting Ghostwire Tokyo this year? I feel like... Yes, we are actually. I think that's also dropping like in March. Is or it May? March? I don't know. I think March or May. Yeah. That should be, a, that should be an October drop, honestly. But Yeah. Is it a PS5 exclusive? I think it's console exclusive and it's also on PC. No, I didn't I didn't see it for PC. No. It's supposed to be like I think I think it's a timed exclusive though. Most likely, yeah. yeah. It's not like Because it's a Bethesda game. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's yes, it was one of those games that has the PS5 exclusivity because that was the deal that was worked out before. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Um We've already mentioned Horizon. That's another one that's I'm, thrown into the February smorgasbord. Kind of lost all. I I mean, Elden Ring drops like the week before. Like, there's no way I'm playing Horizon <laughs> again. Just move the game to a different month. Like Horizon, this this Horizon's gonna suffer the same felt the last Horizon did because it was like Horizon Zero Dawn. Three days later, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. So this case, it is opposite. The game that it's going to compete with launches the week before. And I kind of feel like more people are, I mean, Horizon has a very huge fan base. Yes. But the Souls community are like Elden Ring. They're like, Everyone has literally, literally has said Elden Ring is the Legend of Zelda with a jump. Yeah. 
so it, it looks amazing. It is open world, and I swear, if it hits the only criteria I give a crap about in open world games, if it says, "Hey, that's the thing you have to go to," go. Yeah, and it's Dark Souls. I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is an instant uh, game of the year yeah. contender yeah. for me, and it could be done with like stick figures, and I'd be happy. But it obviously looks really good. <laughs> The Mimic. If you can't tell, I'm excited about The Mimic. The Mimic won me over. The Mimic won me over. Just seeing some of the designs in that game, I'm just like, this is amazing. Um, I mean, of course, I'm pretty sure it's going to be this year because there's no other way that God of War Ragnarok does not make this year. Like, I I can't. No, yeah, I think it was leaked, wasn't it? So supposedly there was a leak that it's coming out. I was listed on uh, for it got October caught, or something. They got caught on an Amazon page and also on a PSN update that it was slated for September 30th of 2022. Uh, both pages mm. were taken down. So I'm like, please, can I have God of War for birthday? That'd be great. I, I feel like that's early for it because if you if Sony was smart. They would push it a little so it's part of the holiday. I think that it's probably like September, and just in case it needs a delay, they'd be like, yeah, October. Yeah. And November, you know. Yeah. Because I feel um, like that would be the holiday seller for the PS5. Well, for sure. If they can get PS5s in production, which is funny enough, because that leads us right into our first news topic, where Sony, because of the the demand is so high for PlayStation 5s. And it's incredibly hard to get the components to make PlayStation 5s. Sony has shifted all their development to creating more PS4s instead. Which is hilarious to me because Microsoft... Did the other thing. Did the exact opposite where it's like, hey, we're going to stop making Xbox Ones and put all dev time into Xbox Series S and Xs. And since they kind of use the same hardware... Well, they, yeah, no, they use the exact same hardware minus like two or three capacitors. Yeah. I'm sitting here wondering, like, wait, how is Microsoft having an easier time getting components than you, Sony? That's my question. Because the difference between the Series X and the S and the One is minimal. Really minimal. <laughs> so it is what it is. It's just one of those things where you're like, whatever. I'm pretty sure it's also like a cost thing. Like, always a cost thing. So, like, for Sony, it's probably cheaper just to make PlayStation 4s right now uh, since PS4 still continue to sell. Yeah, we actually... I can't like, find a PS... I these here play- <laughs> for yeah, our live the viewers 30, the for crypto cards, <laughs> for crypto miners. Uh, also, PlayStation 4s aren't targeted by scalpers, which that's the big problem with PS5s like, and the is, Series X and Which is crazy now. because the... It's hilarious because I feel like there is a way around this. There's a very easy way around this. And I've, I've only seen one company do this the best way possible. And even though I, I criticized them on this originally, analog for the pocket refresh. Hmm. What? And Valve also did this. They should just tie console sell, sold to PSN account. You need a verified PSN account. Mm-hmm. That has to be older than, say, I think Valve was. It had to be older than. Well, that, two that's years. one of the ways that Sony does it themselves when they've offered those like direct yes. consumer things. Like yeah, you have right. to have a PlayStation account to yeah. log into that. But um, honestly, Sony should just go to retailers and be like, "Here's how you guys should be doing it." 
So and then the on, only uh, the only retailers that are specifically doing it that way, where GameStop. it's like ones per person, it's like GameStop, Best Buy, and, and they all and they all taken flat because it's like, oh, you have to sign up for GameStop's inside. It's like, yeah, you get more deals though. Yeah, like I get put on a list and I get told, hey, we have one for you. Generally, we so, have so, one for so you. So that's how I've been able to help friends get their PlayStation yeah. fives. Uh, I've been like, hey. GameStop is doing a, a restock. This is the bundle they're going to offer. Do you want it? Just sell me the money and I'll ship yeah. it to you. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it, it shouldn't be this hard. It's not hard to defeat scalpers, in all honesty. Um, for example, a pocket for their refresh. If you ordered more than one, you got put at the bottom of the list. Mm -hmm. Like you're getting your console last. Period. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, I spent $600 and got the analog pocket. It's coming quarter three for me. Okay. And it's with all the attachments. So if you have Wonderswan games, you have, yeah. We'll be able to stream them. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, speaking of, oh, oh, God. It drops in February, too. What the? The Steam Deck. Oh, that's right. Speaking of, there's um, Epic Game Store has done something scummy regarding that. I heard about this. I didn't get a chance to read on it, though. So, essentially, everyone knows what Easy Anti-Cheat is. Right. It's part of Unreal Engine. It's Epic Game Store's anti-cheat that they push to everyone and everything. They recently updated it. If you want the new Easy Anti-Cheat, um, and you want it specifically for Linux and Proton, which is a program in Linux... Um, you have to agree to have the person signing into the game to log in through the Epic Game Store. The Valve Steam Deck is a Linux-based machine. So a lot of these Unreal games that are now getting this new thing, it's not an easy toggle on. You now have to rework their entire systems. So you now, and they're not even sure if it says saving. Saving the, what's it called? We're not even sure if it's saving the, uh... The login or not. So every time that you launch, say, Vermintide 2, okay. you're going to have to log into the Epic Game Store for no reason at all. And people don't want... It's like, I already own it on Steam. I'm logged in on Steam. Why do I have to log into something else <laughs> just to launch something I already own when it didn't have to do that? Right. And now this has to be backpatched to, I think, about like 60% of the games that Valve has already said work already on Steam Deck day one. So everyone's just kind of like, this was a really scummy move by Epic to hurt Valve. It's also why you guys should stop developing in Unreal and probably start choosing other engines. Well, I mean, I think what is it? Unity is the other Unity one. Unity is the other one. Yeah. Um, Game Maker, like you could do amazing things with Game Maker. The mm -hmm. uh, Anapura games. Um, oh my God! They just did uh, Hyperlife Drifter, yeah. and then the other one was also made in. Um, a modded version of Game Maker, as yeah, well. and it's Solar great, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, which we streamed on the Twitch, by the way. Yeah, I watched that. That was, that was a good stream. <laughs> I like that. That's a very nice game. Beautiful right. game. Beautiful game. I will be right back. Okay, Gino's gonna be pulled away, so he's gonna go handle some cafe duties, I guess. He's got some stuff to handle. Which, by the way, uh, if you guys are in the New York City area. Uh, definitely check out the Waypoint Cafe located at 65 Ludlow Street uh, here in the Lower East Side of New York City. 
It is host to this very podcast that you are watching, Decode, our esports and gaming podcast. Uh, it is also host to the Image Anime pop-up shop, where you can use on our on Image Anime's website our new promo code discount ship for free ground shipping on all in-stock items over a hundred dollars. That code is good until the end of the year. Amazon hurt them recently. Really? They were supposed to pick up, like we just ended the uh, deal here at the cafe with them, and they left me the two uh, display cases, but um. They were supposed to pick the stuff up on Monday and they couldn't because Amazon sent them like, hey, yeah, here's like a thousand plus orders that you now have to fulfill. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're kind of like, why did you send them over like, you know, the next few days? It's like, oh, no, we just held the weekend orders for you guys. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they got no orders in. Monday morning, they wake up, inbox full of orders. Like, hey, have these ready by 5 p.m. I'm like, that's dumb. That's insane. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. That does mean we need to update the gold bond command, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> <clears throat> Good news is we're getting a tavern license. Oh, boy. We're going to have drinks at the Waypoint Cafe now. <laughs> Uh, I know that the uh, the pandemic crisis has put a, a hurt on a lot of the events held here. Yeah, we're we're postponed for what we're, we're basically taking it a day at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, for right now, for the cafe, so January, all our events are postponed. Okay, we're going to be starting a lot of online events starting February. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is I kind of want to do a Valentine's Valorant. <laughs> Um, event and everyone just kind of looked at me as like so it's like two couples in a f- and what the fifth it's like yeah the spare tire yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god <laughs> um but yeah no we're we're we're, we're gonna be doing uh, a lot of board game stuff soon mm-hmm. uh we're gonna be renting board games out for people to play here and stuff like that yeah, more TCG. We're gonna stream TCG matches. Yes, I'm excited for that myself personally. Yes. I got a green because... screen uh, play mat that both players can use, <laughs> so we can keep track of life totals and everything. So not only do we have a, uh, a burgeoning Friday night magic community here at the Waypoint Cafe that plays uh, Commander and Draft, we will also be starting uh, hopefully soon uh, some Dragon Ball Super yep. uh, tournaments here at the Waypoint Cafe. Uh, Waypoint Cafe has been no stranger to TCG tournaments. We ran a fairly successful Argent Saga campaign here. Um, so I look forward to transitioning most of that into the Dragon Ball Super Card game. Um, we also have Pokemon on hand. Um, I will be, now that the uh, season has officially started, we can now do Pokemon events. Yay! So yeah. So uh, if you are a TCG fan, there are, there is product in stock. We have uh, some Pokemon product in. We have Magic. We also have Digimon. Uh, we'll be getting Dragon Ball soon as well. So definitely keep an eye out for that here at the Waypoint Cafe. Uh, so moving on into our, our next subject of discussion. Uh, it is the subject of NFTs in gaming, which has been a very, very controversial thing. So for those of you who may have no idea what an NFT is, NFT stands for non-fungible token, which is basically a digital piece of art uh, that you can own that can also... You're actually wrong. 
No, because it's so many things. But no, no, no. The, pop- the, act, the actual thing is, it's not the art that you own. You own the you, contract. No, you you own the certificate of authenticity. Yeah, which is the contract <laughs> <laughs> that basically states. Yeah, you own this. So it's like so if someone steals the art. You, you can't file a DCMA of that. I know. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's equivalent to the Beanie Baby. and I know what it yeah, is. I hate it. I hate it. I, I hate it. I, I hate it too because there is a, an appropriate usage for all of this. Not just, you know, in the whole blockchain community and everything. Uh, right now, it is very much... A scam. It's basically a money laundering scam right now. That's putting it lightly. Uh, and that's me putting it lightly. Um, it's everything wrong with the art world. Yes. Uh, the, the unfortunate thing is, you know, it being a product of the internet, essentially, and it being new, uh, it's obviously being abused it's because there's no regulation. It's a product of the internet. It's a product of like... It's a product of a sad World of Warcraft child. <laughs> You know this, right? I know, yeah. <laughs> Which of itself is a product of the internet. Um, <laughs> wow, we can blame Activision for something else. Exactly. Um, essentially, if, if, if you want to put it in Gamer's Third, imagine you got, you purchased a Fortnite skin that was exclusive to your account. And you're the only person who can have like this Fortnite skin. And this is just me putting it in like baby descriptions for people who have a lot of questions and don't know exactly what this is. Um, but imagine you paid for an exclusive Fortnite skin. You're the only person who has it. And this particular skin also would give you access to exclusive guns or maybe some cool stuff from the developer or whatever the case may be. Uh, this is exclusive to you, the person for owning this, the skin and like, the certificate of authenticity, authenticity that says this is my skin. I'm the only one that has this. Yada 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 yada. Whatever. Anyway, um, this has come under a lot of flack because a lot of companies want to get into this, but the majority of the gaming community has been extremely vocal on saying we don't want this in our games because it stole all our graphics cards and apparently PlayStation fours. Well, not only that, <laughs> but a large portion of the gaming community is like. We don't want companies to put their effort into these things that we really don't care about when that same effort can be put into just making the game. Or, you know, making the game playable. That too. Um, (laughs) It's bad enough that we are already still dealing with the nickel and diming of like microtransactions and DLCs. Microtransactions. But 10 times. Remember on disc DLC? Yes. There's a whole generation that has no idea about that. I know. Remember? <laughs> let's, let's take you back to not that long ago. Not that long ago. <laughs> the, th- the end of the 360 PS3 era, mm-hmm. UMVC3 had on disc DLC, which means the characters, the outfits, and everything are on the disc for the game. You've already paid for this disc. Yep. Give us 15 bucks to unlock it. Capcom, the hell. <laughs> Which, by the way, you know, Capcom no longer is that scummy. Ah. So, with the exception of like Monster, Monster Hunter, Rise, Hunter Rise. On the PC has all the DLC, like the DLC skins. They're there, but you also have to once again replay, uh, repay the Afro. Yeah. They got to make their money. 
<laughs> they make enough money. They do, but you know, obviously the whole goal is to make all the money in the world. That's why Activision is the way it is, and so is Ubisoft. Um, Two of uh, one of which is actually actively implementing NFTs into the game. Uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft is doing that. Um, it's come under a lot of flack. Uh, every other company that has said that we're going to try to go into this NFT thing has almost instantly like walked back. Sega wanted to get in on the NFT craze. Everybody's like, no! And then Sega said, yeah, we're going to rethink this. Um, Square Enix has promised that they will go this route. And the entire community just sat there is like, this is the reason why you don't have servers. Yeah. Why are you going to something where you already have an issue where you can't get servers to play the award-winning MMO, Final Fantasy XIV? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you've had to stop selling the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's just one of those things that, like, a lot of people are, a lot, a lot of companies are trying to jump on the gun because it's another revenue source. It's another way to make money. The issue that is coming up though, is a lot of blockchain communities are like almost for like the elite, like the people who have the wallets to throw the money at this thing. And what's crazy is at the very end is what a blockchain is. And it took me a long time to actually understand what a blockchain is mm -hmm. because the way that it was explained to me originally was, Oh, it's like what we do for protein folding or SETI at home or anything like that. Because that is what blockchaining is. Right. You get a bunch of computers, you network them together, and they borrow power to, you know, do something. What what this is, essentially, what this nerd, and I really have to say this, this nerd from World of Warcraft who was upset that his warlock got nerfed, wasn't even that good of a spell. Anyways, um, <laughs> Um, he basically, basically what it is, is I hand Ken a piece of paper that I've signed. He signs it and hands it back to me. We both look at it. We bring it to a lawyer. He approves that we both signed it and gives it a stamp. Yeah. That's all blockchaining is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, but this is to make sure that certain things like, yeah, that's cool. We already have that in, in, in life. Mm-hmm. Like, we have signatures already set up. Yes. Like, it's not that hard. We don't need a whole system that burns the equivalent of Argentina's power consumption. <laughs> every Like, why do we need two Argentina's power consumptions? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think there is a place for blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs. Uh, I think that place can only exist once there's actual like legal legitimate if it has a if regulation it has a, in, no, in if place it has a genuine use sure as of right now it is wasted computer cycles yeah like there's no actual use like it does nothing i think right now it's just a really big clout chase for people with giant wallets that and also it's one of the it's basically everyone got bored of the stock market and wanted something like because they view the stock market as a game yeah. And this is just another game, unfortunately. So if it, if you're someone who's looking to go into this and wants to like be a part of it, because it's early in the game right now, but this is definitely something that is going to affect the future of not just gaming, but the world. Uh, I think gaming is one of the places that it can be implemented the fastest because it already exists. You already purchase skins for like your characters in games like Fortnite and and Destiny and whatnot. But imagine if you skin. owned 
that skin. That's like what the difference is. So it's already we don't almost have there. that. CSGO knives. That's a good point. <laughs> like Valve has already invented this. Don't even get me started on Metaverse by Facebook. Yeah, but that, I mean, is me- just, Metaverse is basically what's going to be the, the it's breeding second pool. life. We have reinvented <laughs> second life. <laughs> yes. For stupidity. It's PlayStation Home with money. <laughs> Which was already PlayStation Home. Yes. You had to spend real money PlayStation points, mind you. I think it was, what, 400 Remember points? PlayStation Home? Yes. <laughs> I know someone who keeps an instance of it alive. For archival purposes. Really? Yes. He's emulated it on on, uh, on his server hardware That's to crazy. keep an instance alive for har- for conservation uh, purposes. And even then, you had to pay real money to get items in in that. Yeah. And everyone hated that. I meanwhile, didn't spend a dime on this. meanwhile, you had Second Life, which is like, yeah, uh, there's no way I can talk about this without being NSFW. Well, well then we can skip it. Fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, send me a picture and you get a free t-shirt. There. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about, too. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So I think there is a use for this in a good manner. It's just right now it's bringing out the worst in a lot of different communities. And, s- and, a lo- and a lot of that behavior is because of a distinct lack of like rules and regulation on what you can do it's with also, this stuff. Cause I do think, you know, the concept of digital currency, I do think that is something that is going to be yes. in the future, but owning digital artwork or owning a digital space. I think that is a concept that already exists, but I mean like legitimately it's like called commissioning artists. Look at the, they literally took the entire marketplace of the furry community <laughs> And just ran it through capitalism. Yeah. That's <laughs> literally what they like, did. Literally what they did. They took, they looked at DVD and I was like, we could do this, but also de- but also burn down the rainforest at the same time. Unfortunately, that is the that is the the unintended, or maybe it was intended, I don't know. It's probably A and B. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the the side effect of things because you know, using up all this energy uh is harmful to I the just, environment. Um, like they, I think once they fi- once they figure it. out a way to not like put holes in the ozone layer again, um, which closed recently. Yeah. <laughs> well, the pandemic was good for something. <laughs> I mean, he, he, here's the reality: a lot of the tech that's being sh- being shipped off as new and everything has already existed. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've come to realize. It's because of how we look at tech enthusiasts. Hi, I'm a tech enthusiast. I like, yes, I like the shiny new thing. But as someone who's also worked in tech, you know how long it took me to actually automate just my apartment? It has taken me five years because I did not trust any of the security protocols. Everything that is like a Google product in my, in my apartment, like all the Google speakers and stuff like that, Mm-hmm. Are all segmented on a separate LAN away from our computers, so they don't like skim anything for information or anything like that. Right. Um, but also, they're just reinventing the wheel. Metaverse is just Second Life VR chat all over again. Yeah, just with money. It's just it's you a, have it, Twitter it, out it's here. A, with, it's an early stage real estate grab for with no real real estate with no real real estate. 
Um, but hey, if you want to pay two hundred and four hundred, no, I'm sorry, what was it, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to be Snoop Dogg's next door neighbor in Metaverse, you can go and do that. Um, right. And the only reason why this exists is because they're taking advantage of a law that already exists, and it's it's the reason why. And also. Uh, F you, Anish Kapoor, because you're part of this. <laughs> um, you basically buy... The reason why you buy high pieces of art is because there's no tax on them. Yes. Because it's viewed as a cultural icon. Exactly. So when you purchase something that deals that is for enrichment of culture, no government... Governments of the world have decided, yeah, no, you shouldn't be charged taxes yeah. on owning that. So if you want to hide your wealth, <clears throat> Elon Musk does this very well. You, you buy apartments. Mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos does this. You buy apartments and you just let them rot. Welcome to the issue of New York City. So yep. that we don't have enough apartments. It's just we're using them as money laundering. You buy art There's to launder money. There's a lot of buildings in New York City. That are empty. That are empty. Because they're for money laundering. Yep. <laughs> so I think that's, that's the other issue with... NFTs in the gaming market spaces. As gamers, we understand that the the current abuse that is in the NFT we, market right now. We also understand why it's like the FOMO thing. Because let's be honest, we're suckers for collector's editions. Yes. <laughs> and in a way, you could say, yes, that is a limited. Most collector's editions don't retain their value. Yeah. Depends, a lot of depends, depends on, 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 the, the, on the game. Um, but like again, like I said, it's this idea that that kind of spawned out of the '90s, where you hold on to this this comic book. The reason what caused the comic book crash? The reason that caused the the Be Me Baby crash? It's this idea that these things are going to be valuable towards the end, and what ends up happening is. The people who are pumping them out are just taking you for a ride. Yeah. Video games has already gone through one crash. Mm -hmm. And to be quite honest with you, if we go through another crash again because of this, because there are people who are saying, oh, how cool would it be if you had a, uh, a skin from Valorant and then the characters in Valorant, and then you could use, you could equip that skin in those gun skins in Fortnite because they're in. Like they use Jinx as an example. Devs already are stretched thin. Do you know how hard it is to implement? just in your own game this to work mm -hmm. now you want us to use to, to transfer this over to a whole nother game that's using a whole different back-end system a whole different engine a whole different slew of things no that's a headache yeah it is that's what pay me pay me better <laughs> to do this then sure but no right. i'm not working through crunch for this exactly um it's at the end of the day, you know... If it causes another video game crash, I only see one company coming on top because they just don't care. Activision. <laughs> no, Nintendo. <laughs> um, I, I do think that there is a, a good way to use NFTs. And I would repurpose them into things that we already use. Like the best example that I could use, your plane tickets are already QR codes. Now imagine if your plane ticket was an NFT. So no one can can copy your identity or anything like that. Yes. Yes. As that is an example. Like it's the best example that I can come up with right now. And while security protocols, yes, that makes sense. Here's 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 where you run into the issue. 
everyone thinks that uh, that the blockchain is untraceable. No, the blockchain is actually one of the most. It's not decentralized. It's very centralized. Yep. It's very traceable. Look at what happened with um, the U.S. government. It's like, yeah, we recovered all the money that you guys had to pay because of the ransomware attack through mm-hmm. Bitcoin. It's like, yeah, we could trace this easily. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard because you're basically signing off packages. Now, can your plane ticket be a QR avatar then? If you want to make it as such, yes, you actually can. The only place that I can see where NFTs, well, where the blockchain can come into effect is again with security, but not for the everyday person. Right. We're talking about security patches. We're talking about ensuring that because the SolarWinds hack has shown that capitalism ruined internet security. Mm-hmm. And that's because of um, we're all just paying a third party Russian company to push out every single patch. So if they get compromised, every patch that they push out is now compromised yes. with a virus. So to do checkups like that for firmwares, for uh, things like that. But that's at the very base kernel level. And that's something that you and me aren't doing. Mm-hmm. That's something like Microsoft. Right. And Microsoft does kind of do this already. There are things, but they're all for internal stuff. Yep. And most of these tokens are run by a, it's like, yeah, here's the token. It's on a physical uh, key. That's it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I can see why the uproar is against it. And I agree with the uproar against it just because it, it just doesn't belong in gaming when we still haven't figured out a proper way to handle downloadable content and microtransactions. So that's yeah. like the biggest worry for me. Um, but hopefully uh, that explains a little bit more of, you know, what an NFT can and cannot be. Um, do I think that there's a, abu- of course there's abuse in it. Like, you know, if you're going to make, uh, let's take like the more popular one that's out there. You have um, the, these crypto monkeys that this artist got famous for. And it's like, there's nothing additional with the exception of the fact that it's a digital, it's a randomly created digital image. That's all you're paying for. And I think that this guy lucked out the most because he's gotten paid millions of dollars for what legitimately you can just copy and paste. There's nothing additional with it. I prefer the whole NFT concept where like I purchased this NFT and it gives me access to other things within the digital marketplace. Just a JPEG that I can throw on my Twitter image, that that is crap. Here's I, here's where also I have issues with with NFTs in general. Mm-hmm. Um well with it's more with the tech scene already. We're reinvent like I said, we are reinventing the wheel over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um good example of this is I'm gonna use Twitter as an example. Twitter has recently started a project that involves NFTs and stuff like that. Right. But it's like, instead of them being, it's going to be a website where you can make a sticky topic and everyone doesn't have a limit to uh, respond. Like there's no Twitter limit or anything like that. Right. And it's basically, yeah, it's basically a bunch of replies and everything like that. And what have I just described to you? MySpace. No. <laughs> a forum. <laughs> Twitter is making an, a, basically a forum again. Yes. Remember forums where you could find everything and anything and have full discussions and then read through the, the, the history and not lose anything. We're going backwards again. I don't understand why. 
We're going backwards, but it's kind of forward because it's the future. It's digital. Web 3.0 is going to be so stupid. <laughs> you all want to complain about ads right now? Oh, my God. Web 3.0 will be nothing but ads. I think what it is, too, is like, you know, it's just it's super early and everyone's just trying to get like the jump on it when it's like I I'll be honest with you, like just wait it out, because like at some point it has to be made for everyone. Like you can't leave everyone no, out no, of it. You can. You can. That's what, what happened with the original stock market. Well, my dad was a kid. My dad was born in 1932, by the way. He was told the stories. He was taught in school that like the original stock market only really existed for the wealthy. Yeah. It was just a game for them to put their money to work, as they said they didn't. They were just gambling. It's, 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 it's unhinged gambling. It's unhinged gambling. That's what it is. <laughs> like, it's exactly that. I, I, see, like, I, see, I see what you're saying. Okay. It, it will, it, it, yes, eventually it can go down. But even the stock market's not accessible. Only, I think the last percentage that they said was 8% of the U.S. population does anything with stocks. And that's not because of financial illiteracy. That's just because of the barrier of entry has never yeah. come down. And a lot of it's also like if you can afford it. Yeah. And then Most like jobs don't offer stock options or anything like that. Or you or you put your own money into like and a Roth I, IPA. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, IRA. 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 Yeah. And even I'm going to say a Roth IPA. Can you tell I want beer? Yeah, <laughs> um, but again, like you can't even do that for most jobs because most no. jobs are minimum wage jobs. They don't offer that as a benefit or anything like that. Yeah. So no, I don't really see NFTs, cryptocurrencies or anything becoming democratized as they as they're shilling. Not even it's not even selling. They're shilling. It's literal shilling. It's a shill. Um but again, you know, I I it reminds me of my big of my biggest pandemic. warning for anyone is if you do decide to get into it do your research. Make, be, do your research. Don't get scammed. Be reasonable and only spend the money that you can definitely afford to afford spend, to spend uh, before you start trying to ca- catch like whatever is going to be the next big one. Because let me tell you, there are a lot out there and a lot of them have failed. You're only seeing the successful ones because they're making the news. But for every three successful Doge. ones, there are 300 NFTs out there that have Doge, failed. Dogecoin has failed. Oh, Dogecoin has failed, but that Dogecoin was meant to be a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and Elon Musk is out here. Like, that's all that trust. I mean, he, he was just trying to hype people up and try to make people rich quick. He has no good intentions. He's, he's the modern day Edison. He's not a smart man. He's a modern day Edison. Yeah. He steals everyone else's ideas and companies and then he <laughs> pushes them off as his own. I, 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 the irony that he's in charge of Tesla. <laughs> How much did uh, Edison steal from Tesla? A lot. Con Edison was originally Tesla's company. I know. <laughs> By the way, the con does not mean like, oh, they're ripping you off. The con means consolidated. Yeah. <laughs> anyway uh hopefully you learned something amongst our rambling yeah uh, but we'll be back to the grind so to speak as we continue our streaming content week in week out here at digital era twitch i thank start. you guys for uh joining us today on our 
podcast, but stick around because we're going to have some more content for you. As the episode ends, we have RJ and Joel jumping on with some more great ace attorney. I guess uh, my son's there waiting to do the commands. Feel free to plug those commands in, buddy. I'm going to go ahead and run it down. You can always check us out on our website, digitalerraentertainment.com, for all our social media links, written content, and more, as well as prior episodes of this podcast, which you've been listening to, and DKI, our sister podcast, which is every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern, where we discuss all things anime. On top of uh, checking out our site, you can <laughs> anime NFTs. You can also check out our merch as well over at our Stream Elements shop, where you can get our hoodies, our T-shirts, deco sweaters, and the D mug for your beverage of choice. We'd like to thank Image Anime, our sponsor, for continuing uh, for their continuing support. If you are an anime fan or you know someone who is an anime fan, have them check out imageanime.com and they can use our promo code discount ship for free ground shipping on all in-stock orders over $100 at imageanime.com. That code is good for the rest of the year until January 1st, 2023. So definitely take advantage of that, please. Uh, it helps them out. It helps us. And, uh, you know, that's how it works. We're coming to you live from the Waypoint Cafe, located at 65 Ludlow Street here in the Lower East Side of New York City, home to this very podcast that you have been listening to. Myself and Gino are the hosts of this wonderful, wonderful thing where we get to be talking heads, or as Gino's is, is the disembodied head over there. My hand. Your hand. <laughs> the disembodied hand of Gino. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for us today. Enjoy RJ and Joel's. They play through the uh, Great Ace Attorney and check out DKI tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern. As well as our upcoming wrestling themed visual novel, Coco No Pro. And also, you can check out our Game of the Year video on that same YouTube page. That's going to do it for tonight, everybody. Have a good night. And as always, until next time. You've been decoded.